member of Team MC this week whose streamer of the week is this guy by the name of Dev underscore Chills. Um, I was watching him uh, earlier play the South Park game. Nice. I received the South Park game in the mail by mistake because I forgot I pre-ordered it like a year and a half ago. And I didn't realize it was still a pre-order and it came in the mail and it comes with the Stick of Truth, the original one. So I got Stick of Truth and uh, Fractured Butthole. Very so nice. I got them both, and uh, that's prob- like those are very RPG like games, right? And which you don't normally do, but do games like that. Yeah, but I'd be down to try it. Sure, you know, it's hilarious mm-hmm. and probably stream friendly. I mean, not well, not the not the content. No kids allowed. <laughs> no kids <laughs> allowed. Yeah. Welcome to the Emerging Gamer Podcast. This is... Don't forget your name. Sh- I'm going to say my name in a fucking minute. Uh, All right, yep. This is show 143, and I am Felix Hergood. Oh, hey, Felix. And this is... It's Yoshi. How you doing? It's a duo. It's a duo. It's a duo. We're, we're doing another duo episode here. Locke, unfortunately, can't be here this evening. Uh, he's, still, he's still a member of the show, though. And Trip is still a traitor. Uh, Trip is still a trader, like T R A D E R. He's trading somewhere. Yeah, in Stardew Valley, probably in Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also not here and hasn't been here for months. Yeah, we haven't we seen him in a while. But much. but I think he may be here on the on the next show. It's possible. Is he? Is it? Is it time for him to return? Yeah, he's the coming, return of he's Trip coming back soon. I don't know specifically when, but he's going to be back on the show soon. You might. People who are listening to the show might have seen him in chats. Either like he was in my stream today; it was pretty awesome, uh, just chatting away with people. So he's a very active uh, part of the community, but he's just hasn't been on shows, you know, except for the the big Destiny extravaganza we did right right, yeah. right around when Destiny came out. He he joined us live. We did a live thing from the was it from my Twitch channel? I think it was. Uh yeah that yeah it was v- that, that was VOD then that VOD is probably out there you can see the VOD of the whole emerging gamer cast like doing a live Destiny discussion that we did a couple weeks ago so we also released it in this feed so if you're listening to this show you can go back and, and I think the episode was called Destiny Two Live is what we called it but it's an appropriate name yeah yeah it was a lot it was a lot of fun uh, we had a good time um so uh why since I brought it in I mean why don't we start with uh, how your week has been, or it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks, yeah. Yeah, we missed. Um, we missed the last two weeks. Like, what was the reason we we missed last week? I don't know. We we all have very busy lives. We I think we had busy lives. We couldn't pull it together, so we just didn't. We just didn't do our show last week. We apologize. Sorry, Sorry guys. Yeah, uh, I did release um, a bunch of old episodes. I went so we only went from sixty five episode sixty five forward. To like a hundred where we're at now, which is 143. Um, I went back to 53, so I took us from 65 all the way back to 53. You can go back and listen to some of those older episodes, and all of those we talk about various different games that that some people are pay, playing concurrently. I mean, you might be playing some of the games on those shows, so go back and listen to those episodes because 
Some of the information is only topical to that time period, but but any of the game discussions we had, I think, can, are pretty lively, pretty interesting. And the funny, craziest thing is some of the older episodes have the carrot. Yeah. And uh, the carrot reached out to me. Oh, wow. And said that he might want to come back and do an episode just occasionally. Every now and that then. That would be really sweet. So it would be cool, so cool that you filled in for the carrot. I was a guest when he was still a host. Yeah, so I found an episode. I, I found an episode where you and him are on the show at the same time. Yeah, I remember doing. I remember doing those early shows with uh, with him here. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be pretty neat um, when he comes back. He, he, you know, he he reached out to me, and then he was even uh, in my job just talking to me. Nice. He was he was in my job, and he he was saying, "Yeah, man, that would be really cool." You know, I'll be excited to come back and talk to you guys. Not on a regular thing. I mean, he's still busy. Special as hell. return guest star. Yeah, special return guest star. Whatever. Yeah. You guys can talk uh, computer. Oh yeah. Inside computer. I need any more computer computer people, PC people here. But yeah, he was a pretty he was a pretty funny funny dude. I, I the the craziest thing was one of the episodes um, I was listening to. He was going on and on. Trump had just announced his presidency. Like his his his, his candidate is running. That's for what president. I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trump had announced that he was going to run for president, and we were like our reactions around the table. It were was like, just labs, right? We were all like, I, "This is not even like, is this a real thing? Are people telling us truth?" Oh, like, what? what sweet summer children we were! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But it was so funny, man. We were we were all just like green on it, man. We just did not uh, think he was going to become spirit. Nobody did. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, video games. Happened. Anyway, video games. Um, yeah, so what have you been uh, fucking around with, dude? So I recently told you guys I got a Switch. And you did. it's all I've been playing. It's it. I love this thing so much. I love it unconditionally. You man. like those controllers? I do. I actually, I last week I, was, I went and got a Pro Controller. What what is a pro controller? It's literally an X. It's, it's literally an Xbox 360 controller. So it looks like that. It looks just like that, but it's got Nintendo buttons on it, and it's got the. It doesn't have like an X in the center, you know. Like, it's it's just a Xbox controller with. Does the it have a layout. center button like no. the Xbox? No, it has it has start and select right, and then it's got the home button and it's got a, a snapshot button where you can take pictures and video, which was. An update this past week, they added the ability to take video. What does it use? You know, does it have the diamond shaped four buttons? It is a normal D pad. It isn't. It isn't um, four separate buttons. The D pad is a D pad, classic style D pad. But you know how a Nintendo controller always had a D pad, and then it had two red buttons, right? I'm going to bring it up here for yeah, you. Yeah, bring it up. I want to see that. Yeah. So the Pro Controller looks like. This, oh, it's pretty much yeah, so, just a 360. No, what I was asking is these buttons. Oh, okay, so it does it's use all black. It yeah. use no, no. I was going to ask what letters are on here. Or what? Oh, it's the same that's on the switch. It's the X Y A B. It's the same as the 360, but you'll notice they just flip the X and the Y, and they flip the A and the B. That's literally that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, the Xbox 360 has them both reversed. Well, I think they probably had to. That was eh. like a trademark change. I don't think that's that. I. They've been, I think they've been doing that for like the 3DS has it like that. I think that's the way the 3DS is. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah. So I've been using that to play on my TV, um, and I have now I have the Joy-Con grip controller, which is a thing that comes with the Switch where you can slide the Joy Cons in and it makes like a pseudo Pro controller. The few times that I played with the Switch, I probably could get used to it, but I have a feeling that if I 
if I really got into a game hardcore, you know, like mm-hmm. Zelda for hours, yeah, I don't. I think it would start to hurt my hands playing on the regular. Right, controller. Uh, if you're playing directly on the Switch, it can get a little cramped. So yeah. you can slide the Joy Cons out. Right, and you, right, right. So you put him in the Joy Cons. Yeah, what he's grip. doing right now is he's pulling his Joy Cons off his actual Switch and putting them into like a. Oh wow, that works. That's yeah. a lot better now. You got the you yeah. Got the, I could do that. The forearm the the palm grip and there. Does that come with? The switch. This comes with the switch. Yes, yeah. so I this, got this separately. That's a separate controller. Yeah. So the uh, pro controller is a separate purchase of sixty eight ninety. I got a good deal on it though. The sixty eight ninety. No, I did, I did not. I did not spend that. I didn't. Spend what that. did you spend? I I went to GameStop and they had a pre owned one, so I bought a pre owned one because oh, yeah. I'm a cheap thirty cheap bones. Guy. No, God no, no. It was like it was like fifty five or something. Oh okay, ten, so ten dollars cheaper. It's a that's not bad. Um and cool. I, I, I didn't know they had this. They were running a sweet promotion that day, so I rebought Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh, oh yeah, because you you did not previously play that on the Switch. I played it on the Wii U, right? Exactly. On my brother's Wii U, who who, who he now has it now. He okay. has his Wii U because he likes that game a lot. So I rebought that, and I bought Mario and Rabbids Battle game or whatever it's called. Mario and Rabbids. Wait, <laughs> there's like a full name of it. Can something. Something battle. Hang on, sorry. I uh, like. What is it? A fighting game? It is a. You, are you familiar with XCOM? Kingdom Battle. That's what it is. Mario Rabbit's Kingdom. Yeah. Battle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that there's an XCOM style game that's on the Nintendo, but I yeah. Know so it's like it. a turn-based grid battle system where you move your characters throughout the field and you take cover and you use the cover to your advantage and you like take turns with all of all of your characters and then it's the enemy's phase and then they move in on you and then they try and get the advantage on you and shoot you shoot your characters it's just a turn-based rpg awesome in a grid system um and you can do all kinds of cool things like you'll take mario and you'll run up on rabid peach and he'll do a jump off of rabid peach to get a better position and you can use the battlefield to your advantage cool so if you're if you're higher than your enemy you get you get a damage bonus on them. Um, if you're on full cover, you get a, like a hundred percent cover or half cover. Does, I have to, does I all have make to, sense? Is this kind of like like a board game? Yes, it is definitely very similar to like a board stra- game. Stratego. Uh, not quite as Stratego. It's not, it's not Mario Brothers Stratego. I, I was a huge fan of Stratego when I was uh, little. We should play it. That's a that's a fun game. When it's I've, been so it's been so long. You saw the studios cleaned up, right? You, um, you saw when you came in here that the studio oh, it's go- it's I see. I said something like two or so weeks ago. Yeah, and I see you took that. <laughs> you took ne- that Neo made heart. a comment. He's like, "You should probably clean, dude." I'm just, I just, just asking you casually, like, "Hey, yeah. do you ever think about it? <laughs> did you ever think about cleaning?" Um, so I did. Um, but what I was going to say is, so the table in the living room that is not currently clean, mm-hmm. I'm going to clean that up, and that's going to be tabletop night. Beautiful. Couple tabletop games we should consider playing. Zombicide. A lot of fun. That's some, have you ever heard of Munchkin? I haven't heard of it. Oh, that is a fantastic card. If you card, have it, card you can game. bring it over. I should. I'll have to I, I was I play with my friend, but I will get my own copy of it. Zombicide is the the it's not the only uh co op board game, but it is the it's the only co op board game I've ever played. Huh. Um and it's it's really neat because the object is not to compete with the person you're playing with, it's to survive. You're, it's you versus the board game. Yes. Um, so like the the you, there's these characters, these little figures that are zombies, and they spawn. There's mm-hmm. spawn points all over the board, just like a video game. And as you go, the zombies spawn, and you place them on the board on their turn. So you know, like any turn based game, 
the zombies have a turn, and then when they have a turn, you're placing more zombies on the board. And then each turn, they get they get the one one slot they can move, and they move in the direction of sounds. They move in the directions of characters that are walking by that make noises. You know, like when you search a room because you can search a room for like supplies and stuff, and then it's like a, r- a random card draw hmm. basically. Um, but when you do that, you create you get a noise point put on the board, like a noise tile. Oh, the noise so, so it makes there. you more vulnerable. So then, when the zombies turn comes around, wherever the zombies are, they move t- to the direction of that noise point, that noise tile. That's clever. Yeah, it's really a good game, and it gets hard because you have no con- essentially you have no control of how the zombies are going to move. Right, you they're know? all random. Yeah, it's re- it's really crazy because you know you might be walking past a spawn point and not even know it because sometimes the spawn points are cloaked, like they they become available, meaning like a zombie comes out of the wall or whatever that type of thing. So. Nice. It's a neat game. Zombicide is a lot of fun. But anyway, you're showing me footage of, of this XCOM version of uh, Mario, and I'm understanding it. Yeah, it is kind of like a board game. Yeah, it is. It's all like grid, grid based. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm not really a fan of XCOM. I played XCOM one, the the new XCOM that they released on 360 and yeah. PS3. Um, it's good, but that game is stressful as hell. Like you you lose a you lose a soldier, then he's either dead forever or he's you know, in the hospitalized and you can't bring him into battle. Right. This is way more casual of, of a style, XCOM style. Um, no stress, really. It's pretty pretty simplistic. And I like the the grid system and the way you move around the, the match. You can run it. You can use a movement point, essentially, to run into a friendly, and they'll boost you to another part of the map. Okay. There are different environmental things, like yeah, pipes I, and stuff. Yeah, I see, like, like um, between... Um certain grid areas there's like water or some kind of like you know you see here yeah here's rabbit peach doing a little yeah front flip over just jump from one side to the other side you can use that to get to territorial advantage over uh other enemies yeah which is pretty cool if people don't understand what we're talking about this is kind of like an isometric view kind of like an angled view of of come almost like a sectional grid area Mm -hmm. and certain parts are missing there's obstacles too. There's like little yeah. walls. You every can battlefield down. is different, and every enemy, all enemies, are there. I don't know. They, I guess they, they're not random, but they, they progressively get harder. I guess. Does this game have kind of like a PvP style to it? I believe it has. The multiplayer it has is co-op, so you can play this with a buddy. Oh, all right. To try and take down some, some yeah. bot com- computer. And I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but um, I don't know if it's going to be in the main story mode. Or if it's like a separate battle mode, uh, you want to sure bring yet. your uh, switch over? We'll plug it in and I go live on a stream. It's literally over here right now. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'll bring over my dock and stuff, and we yeah. can we can do that. That would I be would a love lot to of do fun. That would be a lot of going. I got Mario Kart also, which I st- my my roommate refuses to play Mario Kart with me. Who doesn't want to play Mario Kart? Okay. Well, I'm not going to refuse because uh, I had a really great like. I'll talk about it when it's my turn. Sure. But, uh, early, earlier this week, I did a couch co-op with snacks, and I have some games I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, in definitely that experience. So, um, yeah, and I've also been replaying a shit ton of Zelda. Um, right, right, because you just bought it. And uh, is it better again, looking? No, it looks pretty much the same, but yeah. it's it becomes a different experience when, like, I know I, I could play on the Wii U tablet, but I was like, I could not leave my room to play the game. Right. So it, I'm a tablet. So what's the point? I'll just use my TV and play it on my TV. Yeah, fuck it. So now, like, let's pretend I'm playing on the TV and it, it runs great on the TV. And now my roommate wants to watch TV. I go, great. Let me just grab my switch here. And now I can keep playing. I don't have to worry about what he wants to do. And it's 
it's made my it's made the experience a lot better. I can play it on my lunch at work. It's amazing. Um, man, that game though, I after replaying it again, and you know, it's been since March since I played it last. That this game might be possibly my game of the year. It's just so entertaining, and and the open world setting, like I think uh, for, I think Trip said that too. That it's when, still when his game, game of the year. When did it come out again? March came out this past March. Well, when he comes back, we're gonna have to revisit. With oh, him we're gonna we're gonna talk to all see about if he this. feels this is his game of the year or Destiny Two. I mean, it's either Zelda for me or PUBG, so that's like a real tough tough noodle to crack there yeah and they're two completely different games two completely different games and i've talked before about how like open world games are getting kind of tiring and like they're doing the same formula over and over again and yep. I'm, I'm just getting tired of that but zelda does something way different with this open world formula where it doesn't force you and, and mark your map up with a whole bunch of objectives like a, like a checklist you essentially Which i hate yeah i don't think anybody i think everybody hates that but the developers use that as a crutch because they want to shove content into their game they want to make it seem full and alive but zelda does it organically by making you explore the world by forcing you to create your own missions and your own stories yeah everyone should every one of these open world games should be that way yeah the and fact it's, that it's really hard to it's really hard to accomplish and nintendo really went they went they must i don't know what they did but it's they, really hard to accomplish not putting a map in a store that you can buy to find out where all the icons are on the map what do you mean? I was playing. I told you I was playing Far Cry. Yeah, yeah. Three, well, and you could just Far, buy a map to tell you where the icons are. Far, Far Cry Three is the it's the Ubisoft problem where yeah. where every Ubisoft game they'll you climb a tower, it unlocks that part of the map, and then no, but it's double, it marks it's, the map it's doubly worse. Like you have the tower that unlocks, a portion and then it, of the map. and then it marks all the little points. And, well, no, no, not fully. Really? Then you can go to the in-game store and oh. physically buy a map. You don't even have to climb wait, the wait, fucking wait. tower. Real money. No. Okay, no, good. Far Cry 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, Today yeah. Today it would be. Probably Far Cry 5 is going to be real money. Oh, I forgot that's a thing. But <laughs> I forgot Far Cry 5 is coming. All right, go on, yeah. But no, I'm just saying, like, like there's a way that... I don't know if it's doing... It's, it's a different part of the game that it's unlocking. Mm-hmm. I have this impression it's not. It's like if you don't feel like climbing the tower... W- weren't they just treasure maps? Like, wasn't that just, like, no, optional it's side not, maps? It's not extra... Maybe it's... Maybe it's just. I for, mean, I played Far Cry Three when it maybe came it's out, for so the, it's been a while. Maybe it's for the little chests. I don't know. All right, right. I'll have to investigate further. Yeah. No, Far Cry Three did something really cool though when it did come out. I know we're going to talk. We'll we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah. I really do enjoy Far Cry for a lot of reasons, but I never got into Far Cry Four. That like I beat I beat Far Cry Three, but like Four, I was like, it's just it, the problem I ran to was like it's just like the same game exact again. Same game, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But um, no, Zelda is a literally a breath of the wild fresh air <laughs> <laughs> a breath of the wild fresh air um and uh at the time of recording this uh i just want to let everyone know i'm very excited for tonight where mario odyssey comes out well this episode is coming Ooh. out tomorrow morning yeah at the time you're listening to this it will be out and i will be probably playing it yeah streaming um, it no I, I don't have a i don't have a stream set up for not my pc or ps4 oh i see yeah i don't have one of your fancy boxes or whatever you gotta get one i know that's put it on the list yeah one of those but you already oh have a computer man. i do i do i just i just need the breakout box or whatever that that hdmi to um, a capture card capture card that's what i need yep yeah, yeah. There, there's a uh, mildly pro- the one i have over there is 180 cool yeah oh, I, don't, really? I don't think it's a bit yeah it's the uh elgato hd 60 s Sorry, the Elgato HD60S. Don't forget the S. The HD60 is a piece of shit. 
But the HD60S works great and has worked flawlessly for me. Awesome. For anyone out there who is an aspiring streamer, Elgato HD60S, you forget the S. Felix endorses it. You forget the S, and you're going to want to put a gun in your mouth for an entire amount of time (laughs) that you're using it. Um, And the last thing I played was Overcooked on the Switch. Oh, good. Which is a lot of fun. Because I can literally just give you a Joy-Con and we're playing Overcooked. God damn, that game is hard, man. I know. I was watching you guys, you and Snacks play it that one time. Well, we just we just did it again. You did week. it again. And like, I when I watched your other stream when you did that, yeah. I was laughing at you guys. I'm like, you guys suck. You guys can't do this. No, that's fucking. And hard. then I played it, and I was like, holy shit! Just by yourself? No, no, with my roommate. With that's, your roommate. That's yeah. the only thing he would play with me. He wouldn't play Mario Kart with me. Oh, son of a bitch. That's terrible. But. We played that, and it's a lot of fun, man, because you you get into it, and you're like, oh, get the burgers. You got to put the burger on the thing. Get the thing. Oh, man. And like, oh, man, it's fun, but damn, that game is really hard. Really hard. Um, I underestimated it by watching you guys. I thought you guys were just sucked. We look terrible. I'm <laughs> sure. It still. Sure still. it was better than me. <laughs> it was not. Um, so, yeah, what's up with you, man? What have you been doing? So we did that. So just to continue the conversation with that, Snacks and I, we did another couch co-op this week. Beautiful. Uh, thanks again, Snacks, if you're listening. Um, Much it, love. It was, it was dope. He, what, the way it works is he brings over his PlayStation. We just unplug my cables, plug them into his, his machine. Uh, what's really interesting is every time we do that, we have to turn the HDCP feature off. That, is that the HDMI control? It's something, that, yeah, something, something to do. It, blo- it blocks your ability to stream uh, uh, PlayStation Four. It was something that was native in the PS3, and you had to create a workaround in order to stream from the PS3. And every single time on the PS4, you have to turn it off if you uh, plug it in fresh. I don't know what that's about, but anyway, we he brought over a bunch of games. I played Enter the Gungeon for the first time. That was a lot oh, of cool. fun. Uh, Enter the Gungeon, we played Tricky Towers again, which is uh, Tricky Towers is a combination of it feels like Tetris, but you don't have to keep the pieces like the pieces rows. You're just stacking them. right? You're stacking racing to the top, essentially Mm. um, competing with someone else who's also stacking. You're not trying to like just keep getting points and eliminate rows like you are in Tetris. Um, so like if a piece is coming down and it's not going to fit, you can just toss it off the side of your tower. Nice. Um, but the, the cool thing about Turkey Towers is it has, um, like little, little tools you can use to like sabotage the, the other player and, uh, things to reinforce your own, uh, tower. Like for instance, there's a vine thing like benefit that you can apply to you to just one block. When that block touches other blocks, it locks them in solid so they can't move. They can't wiggle and wobble and and collapse your tower, essentially. So it creates a really solid base if you use that perk. On the other hand, there's a perk where you can put one of their blocks in a balloon, and it takes longer for that that block oh, to so come down. So it's like you're sabotaging your... You're sabotaging yeah. their ability to do it, do it do things efficiently. Sweet. So, that, yeah, Tricky Towers is fun, and it's constantly replayable, too. You can just keep playing match after match after match. Now, when I do this couch co-op with snacks, what we try and do is rotate through as many couch co-op games as he brought, basically. I mean, he has probably about, I don't know, 15 or 20 couch co-op games on, you know, saved on his That's PlayStation awesome. 4. So we started with Enter the Gungeon. We did Tricky Towers. He brought this game called Spelunky, which, yep. is, which is based on uh, a game called Spelunker. Yeah, it's like ago. an older game, yeah. Yeah, it was an older game, but that was a lot of fun. That That's a game where you don't intentionally sabotage each other, 
but you accidentally sabotage each other because when you're running around, you can hit each other and knock each other by mistake. Mm -hmm. So both of you have whips, kind of like Indiana Jones, and you're running through tunnels, and you have bombs to blow up like sections, kind of like Dig Dug, maybe I guess, or Steam World Dig, which I played. Steam World Dig, yeah, where you can blow out portions of the of the underground area Mm -hmm. where you are. And uh, what's really cool about that is you're moving all over the place. And if you start whipping an enemy and he's if he was whipping an enemy, and I was near, I would whip him by mistake. So it's got friendly fire. Yeah, it's got friendly fire. That's so funny. It, so it's kind of neat. And uh, and even when you die, I noticed in two of the games, this was both Enter the Gungeon and this game. When you die, you become a ghost and you're still there. Does the Dark Souls thing? Is that what it is? is I don't know. I, we haven't figured it out. We don't understand. What, so you like, I can a, move around in a ghost in, in Spelunky. But your body's still like there on the ground? My body's still on the ground. Okay. And and I'm moving around as a ghost. And the interesting thing is 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 I couldn't affect most things, but I could hit him <laughs> if I wanted to as okay. a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um or I could hit the shopkeeper in in like a store in the game, like the world like in this I don't know, temple or dungeon or whatever we were in. There was like a weird shopkeeper who was selling stuff. And if I hit the shopkeeper, he would whip out a shotgun and go after him. So I guess if you die, if the if the player you're with kills you, if you're not so wait, working together, how do you respawn though? How do you come uh, back? We to life? couldn't figure it out. The only way to do it was he would die, and then we'd start over together. Oh, that's weird. It was there's so no weird. way to like revive there, your there partner has or whatever. To be. The game's um, doesn't tell you a thing, and it's entirely puzzle based. Cool. Um, so you have to figure out the puzzles, and I guarantee you this was built into one of the puzzles. Like this was one of the puzzles. Try and figure out how to revive yourself. Maybe it's an object you find. Maybe it's a a thing you have to do. Maybe I have to, he has to carry me somewhere, but he hadn't played it enough with somebody else to know what the trick is of it. Right. Um, but you know, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a neat, neat little game, but I just noticed that that trope of like there being a ghost there after your character died was common to both enter the gungeon and the Spelunky. So game. what happened to enter the gungeon? How did you enter the gungeon? It was, um, I know that's like a gun based dungeon crawler. No, right? it was like it was like you got to the end of the level or Oh, and then you uh, came back. Actually, he got to a chest in the level and when he went to the chest, I revived. Huh. Interesting. Uh, and all, I think it also happened when he got to the end of the level. I was the only one dying. I died every single time. It took me at least 10-15 minutes to figure out how I, I had to use the right and the left stick. I was only using the right stick. So, it's a, it's a twin stick shooter. Yeah, twin stick shooter. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so Enter the Gungeon is cool. It's like a bullet hell, and it takes the bullet hell concept literally. Uh, like you're fighting bullets. Oh, really? You have yeah, to like so shoot like the, the bullets the coming at you? enemies are bullets. Oh, like, shit. Like walking bullets with like legs and arms. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've gone to bullet hell. I've heard good things about it. What's funny is yeah. your bullets that you're shooting out of your gun don't look like bullets. They, are they little they, pebble? Like yeah, little they, they look like pixels? little orbs or whatever yeah. that you're shooting out. So, so it's a, you're, you're not even shooting bullets but that you're fighting bullets it's so weird um yeah so then we played so we played spelunky and then after that we played legitimate tetris like it was called tetris ultimate oh okay that was like a a recent release of tetris that came out yeah so we played legitimate tetris Mm -hmm. where we uh i just i'm terrible at it he's terrible he's so good at tetris oh yeah snacks the cat is unbelievable at tetris dude yeah he was just he was he you know, he raked me over the coals when it came to playing uh, Tetris. So we played that. And then, of course, I think there were, was there one more in there? Overcooked. Uh, we finished with Overcook. Cool. The stream was finished with Overcook. Uh, we still are not any better at that game. 
That game takes a lot of coordination. We played on a, uh, I guess it's like ice. There's like an ice area. Did you ever get to that? Yeah, one? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. And the ice one was uh, and like you're and like the, the the cooking stations are in the center, and you're the, like going around the outside. No, that's that's the other ice one. Okay, this ice one has an ice. Uh, it's two two halves, and okay. in between is a river of ice. Okay, and okay. There, there there's these. I little, hate it already. There are these little ice blocks that keep going by. And that's the only way to cross. Those are the past, the pat, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to wait for this ice block to like come by, damn, and and, and cross. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And you're already slipping and sliding everywhere. One right? side has the cutting boards, the other side has the cooking stuff, you know. And all of those you have to make for every order. It's fish and chips. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Like when you're when you're in this, this the ice area, the Arctic. It's like you're always making only fish and chips. That's, right. That's what, that is really that's funny. What the meal is. Um, so it's a lot of fun. I think those, in terms of making meals, because there's only two uh, items, it's a little easier to manage the orders. Um, because in the earlier ones, with like the burgers and stuff, you got to manage like four different items, right? So that it may it's easier wonder, to do the board. I wonder if it's like easier with more people. Oh yeah, probably because like because then you'll just assign a person to a station and a handoff point. You know what I mean? Like right? Isn't that like what? Yeah, because you could do up to what four people. When you play, yeah, four people. Um, yeah. and and the problem I had when playing Overcooked was we we tried to stick to our station, but we couldn't hold it down because we had to get to the the, the meals to the other places, and then someone had to do dishes. Like, what if you just put someone on dishes? What if you put someone on yeah, making the burgers and put someone on cutting the cutting the the condiments well you know what I mean? a lot of the boards have a way to alter where someone's positioned right and they do that really well and like you the, find and like the sometimes you rotate one, like you yeah. have to rotate you, know? you do the haunted house one i didn't get there the no, haunted house one you make pizzas okay there's like a pizza oven you got to roll dough mm-hmm. you got to do cheese and tomatoes and you got to do uh cheese tomatoes sausage like it's it's, and it's just a combination of any of those yeah so. but it, the way that that one works is it, it's a haunted house so like like the table shift and then you're like blocked out from a section that you were normally previous a- given access to mm-hmm. um so you the, and, and in order to get back to the area that you had been stationed at you have to basically run around this area which is almost like maze like mm-hmm. uh to get back to the station you were previously at that so sounds like a nightmare so like like, even if it was four players, I think it would be really hard because people want people would be locked into a position. And then the next thing you know, the whole thing would shift and then they'd be they'd You have to basically turn on a dime. You have to you have to be thrifty enough to like realize, OK, now I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good game. Oh, so, yeah. yes, Snacks the cat and I did that. And I want to do more of these with more people. So I would love you to bring your switch over and then we'll do some Mario Kart. And- Hell yeah. Yeah, until I can get a switch. When I get a switch, then you you don't have to bring it over. We just play online or whatever. But it'll be a lot of fun, dude. I think we should do that. I agree. That does sound like a lot of fun. Uh, uh, you know, other than that, I mean, uh, tonight this episode's coming out the morning of the the day that I do the Team MC podcast again. Mm-hmm. So cool. The, the member of Team MC this week, who's streamer of the week, is this guy by the name of Dev underscore Chills. Um, I was watching him uh, earlier play the South Park game. Nice. I received the South Park game in the mail by mistake because I forgot I pre-ordered it like a year and a half ago. And I didn't realize it was still a pre-order and it came in the mail and it comes with the Stick of Truth, the original one. So I got Stick of Truth and uh, Fractured Butthole. Very nice. I got them both and uh, 
That's Probably. like those are very RPG like games, right? And which you don't normally do the do games like that. Yeah, but I'd be down to try it. Sure, you know it's hilarious mm-hmm. and probably stream friendly. I mean, not well, not the not the content. No kids allowed. <laughs> no kids oh. allowed. Yeah, but uh, I, I was thinking about doing it. Um, but yeah, Dev Dev underscore Chills uh, from Team MC was doing that this week, so I caught him doing that a couple times. Um, and I'll be doing that podcast uh, nine p.m. tomorrow night by myself. Uh, so if you want to pop in, anyone want to pop in and check me out doing the Team MC podcast. That's uh, twitch.tv forward slash Team MC, which is four M's in MC. Team, team, no, five M's. So team, one team, and team. Team MC. Team, and then E-M-M-M-M-S-I-E. Wait, is it really that many M's? Yeah, it's four M's. I don't know where the four M's came from, but. That's insane. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not bad. Um, once you get used to it. But yeah, I'm going to be doing the Team MC podcast. So anyone want to check in for that? Definitely check in tonight. At 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't know what time that is for anyone else, but uh, he's in Oklahoma, which is 8, 8 p.m. So he's in like 8 p.m. But, so we're talking 9 Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also, uh, today I did a stream on uh, Far Cry 3. Um, and the thing I noticed about that game is that game, in terms of how good it looks, it holds up really well to now, dude. Yeah. And I don't know if that's that's a ding. I don't know if that's what a ding on. What console are you playing it on? Playing on the Xbox uh, One, backward compatible. Backward, okay, yeah. So I, I don't know if that's a ding on now, or if that's a, a or if that's a plus See, on that. I don't game. think uh, this current generation. I don't think this is a generation of graphics. It's definitely not not a huge leap from the PS3 360 era. Yeah. Um, certain things you'll notice, but like if you playing if you play Destiny Two on on a PC versus a console, you'll notice the difference. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I don't think there's that big of a like you're because you're, like you're going backwards almost playing this game. So, yeah, I was watching a, a guy by the name of Bassmaster today. I was watching him do Destiny Two on the PC. How's it look? Uh, it, uh, what I notice, I don't notice much because I don't have the eye like you do mm. for this. But what I notice most is movement. The move that's the frame rate you're looking at. Yeah, you're, you're I'm noticing. seeing. I'm seeing. I think he was running at as high as seventy five. Is that well, realistic? A- yeah, I mean, after 60 frames, it, it doesn't really matter because the, the monitor captures only right, right. so much. It, do, but, it does what it does. Um, yeah, and you'll, like, I, I would be playing it at 1440 hertz on my monitor, but it would it would look, after 60 frames a second, you're, it's not going to be that noticeable. Um, but what I noticed was the movement was fast. I could tell that he was using a mouse. Yeah, because his, right? his, his aim was aim on was point. His aim was just, like, instant, you know? Mm-hmm. He was, like, aiming at everything, hitting it, you know? So like it was, it looked really cool. I, I still I don't think I would ever I would play it on my PC. Um, speaking of though, I did uh, get a new Mac, and on my Mac I realized finally, which I never knew, that if you buy a game on Steam, you have it automatically in most if, cases. If there is a Mac version, you if have there's the Mac a Mac version. version, you have the Mac version. And oh, I, yeah. I I texted you guys because I had no idea up until this point mm-hmm. that's how it worked. Um, and I was amazed to see the three games that I had bought on my PC were available on my Mac. So now I'm going to use my Mac to play those games instead of playing them on my streaming PC. So now what we got to do for you next is we got to boot camp your iMac and then we'll get to you the real experience. What's the real experience? Just having all the access to the Windows games. Oh, the games that I don't have access to. Right. Because not all because like I, I have my Steam on my MacBook here, but I don't have 
my whole PC library here because some of the games aren't even on the Mac. Yeah, I noticed there were a lot of games that that weren't featured on both, um, and I didn't have access to them. But, you know, I mean, there's a lot in there, though. Most most of the Total War games that I have an interest in. Oh, they're Mac ready? Yeah, they're Mac ready. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, so like I can... the new Those are hard games, man. I could never get into them. The Total... I was thinking about getting Total Warhammer. Which is like that's a newer that's just the Warhammer themed one, but yeah, it's yeah, Total yeah. War. Uh, I thought cool. it looked cool. It had magic and shit, but it was all like battlefields and that yeah. you had to manage and shit. Very RTS like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't like. I'm not a big fan of like uh, Starcraft. I, yeah, I don't like those, but I like the ones that are like large battlefields that are a little bit yeah, more Star- macro. Starcraft is yeah, very much more fast paced. You're micromanaging everything. Yeah, um, Total War is definitely you're, you're more of like a macro manager. You are literally just the commander of the army of the army. Yeah. Where, whereas as someone I heard Total, I was listening to Total Biscuit this week, and he's like, in Starcraft, you are the commander, you're the general, you're the cook you're the barracks operator you're the yeah. you're, you're literally doing everything at once and it's just too much uh for an average person yeah um, i can't do i it. can't do it either i'm not good at starcraft at all <laughs> yeah but in total war you were literally just the general yeah yeah which is a, which is a lot of fun I, I i have i have fun with those games and then the other one i was looking at is civ civilization yeah and i was i was trying to ask you because the price point of civ 6 is not low enough yet was it like still 60 yeah, it's like around there. Um, but the question I was going to ask is, would I be happy if I just got Civ Five? I think you would. I yeah. think you would get the same exact thing out of you would get the same exact experience out of it. What um, what difference? You know, so much stuff under the hood. I'm honestly the worst person to no, ask you this question. Know. Yeah, Trip um, Zero probably knows this question. He put. What, yeah. I, have, I have a friend who religiously plays this game, uh, plays the Civ games. Um, he's not. He, he's not in the area right now. Jayless. No, uh, I have another friend, uh, my friend Eric. Yeah, he's all about the Civilization games, but um, and he, for some, and he's said that Civ Six isn't quite there yet because they're still patching it and improving the systems. Oh, and okay. They changed the way religion works, and that because that's you spreading religion is also a way you can win the game. So, like, there are multiple paths to victory in Civilization, right. um, but not in Civilization Five as no, much. No, no, they're all the same, but they're but the way it works is differently, is from what I understand. So I think I make I, I like the price point of Civ Five. Like the whole package was like thirty bucks. Then yeah, I like would all the I would, expansions. I would do everything. that. I yeah. would definitely do that. Definitely um, do that. I did get. I played a lot of more Civ Five than I did Civ Six. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all I've been doing, dude. Cool. Wow. So how about we just get through some news? Not yeah. much this week. A couple news points. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's just talk about the big one. Uh, the, that this happened last week, but I still want to talk about it. Uh, EA shut down Visceral Games. Yeah, and I wasn't really understanding. Um, there were people online who were complaining about this a lot, who were really upset about it, and I was trying to understand why. All right, so what what came out of this was people, th- because of EA's statement, it's sounding like a lot of these big companies, like EA, are trying to, quote, kill the single-player game. Because this is the start of the of a decline. Now, let me clarify by reading what EA's message yeah, was. Go ahead. Um, our, visceral, our Visceral Studio has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. Now, unquote, by Amy Hennig. This is an Amy Hennig title that she had been working on. Yeah. And former she, former uh, story director and director of Uncharted 1 through 3. Yeah, I remember. And part yeah. of 4. Yep. Yeah. Um, so back into the quote. In its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game 
concept with players, listening to the feedback and uh, about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. That's a, I think that's a key, key phrase there. Yeah, It has become clear to, to, that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we need to pivot the design. And that's it. That set everybody off. That that last phrase there is, is being, you know what that sounds like to me? And it, right away when I heard this, before I went on the internet and saw their reaction, yeah, I was like, they want to make a Star Wars Destiny. That was my instant reaction. With microtransactions. Not necessarily that. <laughs> they want they want to create a game that people log into regularly and don't finish and then put on back on their shelf. You know what I mean? A linear story uh, game. Well, okay. Can would you be, blame them for that? I mean, do you want to blame them for that? Well, if I'm going to be Mr. Businessman, be no, absolutely not. They want to make a game that makes their users come back again and again and keep playing. Like we talked about earlier off uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Well, um, that, we're going to talk about that. Well, uh, kind of. I, t- I took it out of the news doc, but did, yeah. I will bring it up briefly. Yeah. Uh, it's related. Uh, Rockstar came out and ex- actually explained why um, they didn't make any single player story content. Because once they released the online. The shark cards were bringing the cash in. They were bringing the cash in. No, but they, they found that people were sticking with the online, and they found that by improving and patching and adding more content to the online modes, that people ended up playing that so much more. So they actually diverted all their resources away from single-player stuff to the multiplayer stuff. The real question is, is did the people stick with the online or did their marketing stick with the online Mm. and therefore the people stuck with the online? I mean, what's the real truth here? Did they start reading some metrics and go, holy shit, guys. Did they have a a, a plan in place so, and actors hired to um, do the story stuff and then... Uh, yeah, because at, at one point after the release of GTA V, the actor who plays... Uh, who is the black character? That I, don't, I don't remember the actor who All played right, him, but his, the character's name is Franklin. Franklin. The yeah. actor who plays Franklin was... He like tweeted or Instagrammed something like that. He was like back in the studio at Rockstar um, for more voice recording, but... Um, ultimately that became ultimately it either online content probably was he did they feature him online well what they did feature after that that probably featured voice voiceover from franklin was uh like a a, like an in in the online version of the game lamar it was lamar stories so lamar was like a character that was like friends with franklin and i don't remember i i didn't play them all but they were featured in the in the world like you can drive to a, a spawn point somewhere like a point on the map and then meet him, and then a, a, like a little mini story on un- unfold. Oh, so I was gonna say, it sounds like they did kind of include that in the online portion. Yeah, but it wasn't f- fully developed. It was like they were like little mini encounters missions. that were like yeah, mini missions that were on the map that that ultimately did lead to like a, a monetary reward when you completed them all. Sure, um, but and maybe a vehicle unlock as well. Right. So yeah, I'm looking at Steam numbers. People are still playing GTA. Uh, the peak today was forty seven thousand. And currently, there's 21,000 people playing. Wow. It's not PUBG numbers, which they're they're in the 2 million still. Their peak today was still 2 million. That's insane. The game's on fire. Um, yeah, so that's 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 what uh, Rockstar said. But back to EA. Yeah. So they shut down Visceral, and it upset a lot of people. And it, it actually caused a lot of people questioned after this, being like, is this the death of the single-player game? adventure game the single player story linear games the uncharted's the 
Dead Spaces, which was a, a title made by Visceral. The these, these why, the far cries. Do you, I would worry. I, I'm not worried that this company did it. I would worry if I saw Rockstar do it. Right. I would worry if I saw Sony do it. Who's to say Rockstar isn't going to do it? We don't know. But but or so, any of these companies. Do you think Sony's going to do it? I, I mean, Sony just per- announced a release date for God of War on Amazon that seems official. Oh, they didn't do. They didn't. Did Amazon leak the release date? Is that no, that? no. It, <laughs> well, when Amazon places a release date, a lot of times if they don't have a date, they put a fictional date in there. They put in like December thirty first of that year. But the weird thing is, that I just looked on my God of War pre order, and it has this very specific date. What's the date? Uh, let me show you. Let me. Well, here I'm looking. Um, it up. but to answer your question, no, I think Sony is in a way different position. So, so for instance. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Become Human says, you know, pre-ordered. It says December 31st, 2018. Don't forget I, you pre-ordered these games. No, I know. Okay. I know. I know <laughs> no, they, these are sticking. These okay. are sti- I didn't right. even know that was in the list. <laughs> sure, sure. The, the South Park game. Um, but it says December 31st, 2018. I know that's not really the date. Oh, that's a placeholder date. It's a placeholder that's date. That's a placeholder date. What, what is not a placeholder date is a specific date. And when you look here, God of War now says arriving July 2nd, 2018. Is that a Tuesday? I, I don't even know. And then, you know, like Crackdown says April 2nd, 2018. But then, you know, from Sony as well as a publisher, Days Gone says December 31st, 2018. So it looks like, and so does Spider-Man. Spider-Man says December 31st, 2018. So I don't... What was the date? July what? Uh, for God of War, it says July 2nd. That's Monday. 2018. I don't know. I don't know. It if could that, be. Yeah, I don't know if that's a real be. date, but Monday? Um, what companies fuck? will do when they place placeholder dates like that, they put them there... Because they're showing their shareholders that this is the target release window. So they do it by quarters. So December is holiday quarter, uh, right, a release right, right. window. Yep. Um, they'll do spring, and then they'll, they'll put a spring target placeholder there. So that's just, you know, until they, re- they say the actual date or like a company rele- but, leaks it. But the weird thing is, for some of these, I'm seeing specific dates. But back to the point, the point mm-hmm. is, is Sony seems to be a company that is going to be releasing lots of single-player player titles which have already the same vein. right no you're totally right and I, I i don't think that they're going to be abandoning the single player genre of games um they're all in on all these games currently but after these what if in the future they look toward these monetary models like destinies and your anthems which are upcoming and like ubisoft is not one to shy from taking a trend and then converting it into you know a franchise you know what i mean yeah they have sex with it they they love it they love the <laughs> hell out of it they buy it flowers and <laughs> take it to the movies they give it a, they give it a full like uh, they give full, it the, full massage the rub down <laughs> they do they love it um so yeah that 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 was that is a concern with a lot of us now you're right ea this is seems like a spot-on move by them they're like all about that you know what i mean yeah i just i i wouldn't i don't look at this as being like they've been canceling studios left and right like they have been they have been called the assassinate the, Didn't they the assassins cancel? of Remember pandemic? studios. Yeah. They killed pandemic. Killed pandemic. They I, killed Maxis. I just yeah, they killed Maxis. I just found out that they um you know that Saboteur game? Do you remember yeah, that? I love that game. I love that game. Yeah, that was That's a fun game. never going to be backward compatible because pandemic is gone. They still own the they still own the rights to it. Yeah, it but still like, means they're not. don't they need people to make it backward compatible or is it just a switch somebody throws? 
Mm, no, well, I'm no. I'm you no you would think that you would need pandemic than the people who worked on it to be able to to reverse it, right? No, I, I don't. They, know. They, I mean, like you could give it. It's their it's their property. Give it to so somebody just else. give it to someone else to to convert it up. You know? Yeah, maybe. That's maybe usually, it's that usually how that goes. Um, a lot of Sony, Sony, like for example, Blue Point does a lot of the conversions of they did they did Uncharted collection. They, oh, okay, they converted okay. up that to the the remaster. So like they have studios that do all that that type of work. Um, so yeah, R.I.P. Visceral. I really loved that studio. Dead Space was an awesome game. Yeah, Locke tried to play it recently. He said he didn't like it. I know he said he didn't. That hurt my. That broke my heart a little bit. I I've never I never had a chance to. I uh, I did buy it. I got it for free on Xbox 360, and it it's it, worth it. It's worth playing. It's such a gr- good survival horror game that did something different. Did it go backward compatible? I don't know. I don't have Xbox. Probably never going. It's never going to happen. It's now. Never going to happen now. <laughs> Shit. See, this, this makes me sad about these games. Now they got to find uh, um, a third party studio like Blue Point. Funny enough, uh, this the the transition between Dead Space one, two, and three was became very drastic in in development because two became more action heavy. Oh yeah. So they they shifted a little bit. They came became more action, less less spooky survival horror-y. And then three, they went full on like co-op shooter. You can microtransaction your guns and oh, con- and like build them up. So you can see how how the a lot of these games, which start off really positive because they have the creative freedom to do what they want, and then the publisher goes, okay, but what if we like did this and had you guys kind of tweak it a little bit it's pretty popular we can get more a little more cash right i don't know they they've done a lot of things and i'm really sad to that we're never going to see amy henning's uh star wars game because now they're gonna gonna go on and do something great i mean i hope so with somebody she's she's talented she's been doing stuff for a couple of years yeah it's apparently since the last the last update it says we are in discussions with amy about her next move so she could still be with ea they could just redeploy her to a different project or whatever but um, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And then I guess in relate in relation to this, uh, an ex Bioware dev from EA said they're pushing for more open world games because you can monetize them better. So this was an article on PC. That doesn't Gamer. make you happy. I mean, it is what it is at this point. Like I, I don't have to spend my money on those games and as I've said before on the show, open world games are becoming real tiring for me, especially when they do the they do the same repetitious formula over and over again. It gets it gets exhausting. I'm finding a new love for open world games. They're very streamable. Oh yeah, yeah, they're very streamable because you have time to like watch uh, cutscenes and, and just run around the world, run around the world mm-hmm. and mindlessly talk to people. You know. Um, whereas with, with like a game like you love, like PUBG or destiny or one of those games, like you have to pick your points to be able to talk to your audience with yeah, those games. I, I can't take my eyes off the stream when I'm right. in PUBG. When you're in PUBG, like I don't want to play PUBG I don't like all these people who are streaming PUBG. Every time I go into their stream, it takes them like fucking, I don't know, 10, 15 to minutes to look at the chat. Yeah. You know, like it's not, it's not cool. Yeah. It's, um, but it's the way, the but there's a the way of the game, there's a lot of games where, you know, I have, and that's funny because I play Battlefield, mm-hmm. and Battlefield, I'm able to look at the chat. I'm st- you have I'm, downtime in Battlefield every time you die. Oh yeah, that's right. Every time you die, you you and do you, and you spawn die. a lot. You die a you lot. Die a lot. <laughs> you die a lot. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, like some games are streamable, some are not, and uh, definitely open world games are great for the stream. Hell yeah. Um, 
just going through the news. Uh, so, yeah, it's such a s- slow week, man. Um, the next thing uh, we can talk about is what did you say? There's three games coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, three games come, three major games coming out tomorrow. So the day you're listening to this, a bunch, three major games: Assassin's came out. Creed Origins, Wolfenstein Two, yeah, a new, the new was it the new order, New Colossus, New Colossus. Thank you, and Mario Odyssey. Right, and you're excited about that because right after this, you're going to go to some pre-launch bullshit hoopla. Oh, just the midnight. I'm going to pick it up at midnight. Oh, oh, the GameStop. GameStop, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to wait. I I was thinking about it. I'm like, I could wait till tomorrow after work, or I could pick it up tonight at midnight and play it at lunch and have it tomorrow. Well, you you worked at a GameStop. I did. You you worked at a GameStop. 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 I um I went to one GameStop launch. Really? Yep. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, makes sense. Oh Um, wait, I might have seen you there. Um, maybe we did. Yeah. Were you there for it? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I did work there during the launch. And I worked there during the PS4, Xbox One Yeah, launches. but it, it wasn't at the Winwood one. It was. You worked there? I did. You might have been there. Yeah, and then I went to King of Prussia. Yeah, maybe you were at there. Don't at the- find me, internet. Don't find me. <laughs> no one's going to find you. I know. Um, but yeah, my point I was getting at is um, launches are weird. Yeah. Yeah, because you're a lot just, of hype. You're, you're just there you're, to hype it you're up. You're hyping and, up, and you're standing in the line, and then the minute it happens, it's like, okay, right, take your we, copy, go home. Go home, go play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it. It's, it's like nothing happens after that. You're like, yeah, oh. you just got to pick it up the, the day, pretty much the day, quote, the, the sleep day before. Yeah, I went, I picked it up at like Grand Theft Auto at 11 o'clock at night, Grand Theft Auto 5 at 11 o'clock at night, and then I went home and played it until like four in the morning. It was fun. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. So now that's a problem. If I pick on Mario tonight, am I going to be up late playing Mario? Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it might happen. Even though you have work. Even though I have work. But, yeah. So let's talk about... What else was there? Yeah. We can talk about... I'll give you a choice. We can either talk about Battleborn or we can talk about Destiny, uh, banning PC players. Uh, well, I'm curious as to why... Destiny had to ban uh, PC players. So according to the subreddit, I was doing a little bit of reading. We know why Battleborn shit, because it came out opposite Overwatch, and it it had fun characters, but it wasn't a fun game. It wasn't a fun... And, you know, apparently some people said it was fun, but no one wanted to give it a chance, because Overwatch was was the king of... of, Yeah, it was the king of that. They got fun characters over here. They're amazing, and they got backstories, and da-da-da-da-da. That's that's another one one of those trends, you know what I mean? Yeah, video just, game trends. They lost. So I think Battleborn should have um, just made it free to play. After they should have gone free to play uh, at some point. Yeah, that would have been a smart and move. Did they could fucking do loot boxes for all I care at that point? But anyone can download it, and you can buy characters or whatever. They could have kept it going that. And way. that that's the move that this game Fortnite just did recently. That was smart. Well, they were they did separate. They did a different thing where they released their battle royale mode separately from the main game. The main game is a PVE game, which is battle like just like Battleborn. It's a PVE MOBA style game. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I remember playing playing the beta, and I was like, "All right, this is okay. This is it's just you pick a you pick a character and you level up that specific character in MOBA style or whatever, and then yeah. that's the match, you know." And but uh, Fortnite's similar, but you gather resources, and their 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 paid campaign or their paid game is essentially a player team versus I, yeah, I was watching mm-hmm. um, uh, Bev the Blonde. She streams it on a regular basis. I was watching her play it. Yeah, it looks day. pretty cool because you can yeah. build your fortress, you build defenses, and then you just survive with your team. Um, Battle Royale mode is free, though, which 
I you know get get that PUBG audience in. It's a good it's a good uh good way to get your get your audience hooked in, and then they buy the main game. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I like that. Uh, so that's a, that's a fine that's a fine way to do it. Um, yeah. So R.I.P. Battleborn. We'll miss you, I guess, or somebody will miss you. So Destiny Two has on has come out on PC this week. That is another major release this week. I guess you could call it. Um, they banned f- over 400 players on Destiny, um, and then they unbanned four people, <laughs> apparently. Just four. Um, so th- when these reports started coming in, people were thinking it was because they're using... on When you, when you PC game, um, some software have overlays on them. Like, for example, Discord has its own overlay when, where you can see the people talking in Discord over the game. Yeah. Um, Steam has one as well, mm-hmm. where you can like hit shift and tab or shift and tilde, whatever key com- combination. And then Steam has its own game overlay above the game. So you can look at your friends list. It's like going back to the dashboard on Xbox. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and people will use uh, frames per second counters, like fraps. So uh, apparently people thought because they were using this software, it was getting their accounts banned. So people were getting banned left and right. And, um, but why were they getting banned? Apparently, people did a, and after an investigation, they said players who were using tools that pose a threat to the shared ecosystem of the game. So maybe, uh, let's see, Bungie did, however, admit banning some players it shouldn't have due to the use of some third party apps, like the ones I just listed. Mm-hmm. Um, Developer says it will not ban any users using overlays or performance tools such as Discord in the future. So apparently it was a mistake, um, and they unbanned people. People on the Destiny subreddit were like freaking up in arms about it. But you said that they unbanned only four people, so that means 396 people are still banned because they did some fucked up shit. So what I'm thinking is people were trying to find ways to either like... Let's assume positive intent here. What could they have done gamers, accidentally? Gamers, though, <laughs> they don't have positive intent. I feel like people were trying to tweak the the way you get loot. That would be my assumption. So there was some tool that gave them access to the framework of the game, or or just made the the loot rarity drops higher, or like if someone wants more exotics drops, they can tweak. I don't know, like shit like that happens all the time in PC gaming world. Or like for example, because there's no way for them to lock. Once the game is on somebody's system, there's no way for Bungie to lock somebody to get to it. What do you mean? Like, I'm trying to figure out, you know, on a console. I'm just giving general examples. I'm not saying this is what's actually happening. No, but what I was saying is, is it because they have access to console commands? No, I don't think that's the case. So you don't think uh, Destiny 2 on the PC gives you access to console commands? No, definitely not. Uh, Online games like this, especially like Battlefield 1 or any other kind of online multiplayer game, that shit's locked up tight. That's why they have you log into their servers. It's all it's all behind their servers. Right, yeah. So this isn't like Skyrim where I can just like hit the hit the console and then start editing it. But yeah. that's a single player adventure game, so I can do whatever the hell I want with that. And they let you, they give you the tools to do that. Yeah. So no, I don't think that's that's the case at all. But people will try and like for example, PUBG is having an issue right now. I didn't put this in the news, where there are rampant amount amounts of cheating. People are using trainers and hackers and hacks or whatever to speed up their character to speed up the rate of fire on their guns so they can get the kill quicker because you know if you get in a firefight and i'm shooting you and shoot me faster with the same gun i'm I'm gonna die and you're gonna win so yeah and apparently i've seen uh videos of people that are running as fast as vehicles so that's cheating 
Wow. I know, yeah. So those are problems with that kind of game. That's super cheating. That's super cheating. So I had a feeling Bungie went and banned people that were trying to do things similar in that nature. Hmm. Um, it's too bad it's coming out the same week as uh, Mario. Otherwise, I would probably get it on PC again. But I, you know what? Everyone I play with is on PS4, so... I think uh, you remember how um, remember how you left the clan. <laughs> Go ahead, and remind me again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, we had somebody else leave the clan. Oh no! And uh, I'm not n- name shaming or anything like that. But like you can shame me, it's fine. No, I'm shaming you. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not shaming. Shaming. Do me it. But uh, you know, Trip said to me like you know, like oh well, he wasn't really active anyway. He's probably not even playing. And I said, then why would he leave? Why would he leave? And then I was like, no, he fucking left because he got he joined a PC clan. Clearly, mm-hmm. it's not like he, he stopped. He was a person who was addicted to playing Destiny. He was he probably was waiting a, for the PC and the PC came out. And that's why he left. Our yeah, clan. I mean, players uh, with that clan situation, p- players go where the where the where the people are. But you know the, I mean? the one thing that I wanted to figure out and I'm not going to get this because I don't know if well, I might discover this if Trip buys it, but. The PC version. Uh, I wanted to see if if you're in a clan, can it be all three, PC and PS4? So the clan I'm in, you register your Battle.net and or your PSN. Your, your Bungie or whatever. Yeah, well, no, but your Battle... Because you, you buy it on Battle.net. Oh, you buy it on Battle.net. Yeah, because uh, that's Blizzard's Isn't client. Isn't Battle.net the same as Bungie? Your Bungie ID is the same as your Battle.net ID? I think that's true. Yes, but Battle.net is, is Blizzard's client. And then when they announced the PC version at E3 or whatever, they... Yeah, but the company's the same company. Is that Blizzard Activision? I know. Yeah. But it's weird because this is the first non-Blizzard game on their launcher. So Activision has decided to use Blizzard's Battle.net launcher as their way to deploy PC games. I see. Because it's already an established, you know, uh, entity, uh, pretty much. So, like, if I go to, like, Battle.net... Oh, I just opened the wrong thing. But essentially, it's it's the steam of for Blizzard and Activision games now is what they're trying to do. Okay, just like EA has their Origin client. Yeah, that's that sort of thing. But so yeah, that's all the news. That's the shoe, baby. It's the shoe. We did it. We did it. We did the shoe. Before we close out, though, we have a new review. Oh, we did. We did. We got, we got a, a new review. We got someone reviewed us. Hey, thank you, whoever. Who, who is it? I'm going to read it right now, and I will tell you yep. that great show. Wait. Here's the title. Awesome show. Very chill. Is that who it is? No. Nope. Very chill. He signs it at the end. So oh, he I signs will, it at the end. Got it. Let me, let me finish, bro. Let yeah, finish. bro. Great show. Really enjoy listening while I'm at work. Very chill and laid back with jokes. I enjoy hearing the different opinions on the topics, whether they agree with mine or not. It's free flowing and not really structured aside from a few small things or scripted. Which is a nice breath of fresh God, make a sentence, man. No, I'm just kidding. Or scripted, which is a nice breath breath of fresh air compared to others I've listened to. Good. Great chemistry between you all. Also love the intro music and the small part of the conversation before it. First episode I hear is Oh, about- that's a good compliment to me. I changed that. That's our, a good, that's our, a new, our new episodes have like a little intro thing. Yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah. yeah, that is I that is a that. Felix that is a Felix thing. Thanks, guy. Yeah. First episode I hear about uh, I hear it's about blowjobs and GTA five. <laughs> Keep up the good work. The podcast will be a routine for me at work now. Also, Neo, learn to drive in PUBG or let someone else do it. <laughs> Ironstorm. Ironstorm. Yeah. Thank you, Ironstorm. Thank Appreciate you, Ironstorm. 
That's dope, dude. One of these days, though, we need to get somebody. Just needs to be nasty. You just want you just want like a one star yes. and like whoever's fuck you listening guys, right now. Just your, go, your opinion is trash. Just go in and write a nasty review. You know, you can even put a wink, wink. If, I love how everyone's <laughs> out there like just rate, give us, share, just, share, and subscribe, and give us thumbs up. Give us and you're like. You're like, just fuck us in the ass, man. Just just get up in there. <laughs> say something. Say something terrible. I don't know. Felix, you know, you have small hands. Say that. I know who that does offend. <laughs> so anyway, this is Neo Yoshi saying good day. This is uh, Felix Hergood saying bye. <laughs> you can find me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter. And do you want to say where you're going? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you were done with that. That's it. You're just Twitter. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not streaming anything right now. You know, Twitch.tv. I am. I am streaming. uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood. Mixer.com forward slash Felix Hergood. Check me out there. And my Twitter is Felix Hergood altogether. So, and that is the easiest way to discover when I'm live. Um, you can catch me on this podcast, and then I'm also on the Team MC podcast, which is twitch.tv forward slash Team MC, T-E-A-M-E-M-M-M-S-I-E. That part is kind of long, understandably. Um, but, yeah, ch- catch me out there and uh, ca- catch me outside. Catch me, you, yeah, you got it. <laughs> catch me outside, people. <laughs> and I'll talk to you later. See ya.